You're traveling the Jullin Wastes with Mark and Dan, a podcast exploring the issues, ideas, and the imagination from the legendary Star Wars tales through the new expanded universe and beyond. Good evening, I'm Mark. With me is my co-host, Dan. Hello. And you are traveling the Jullin Wastes again. It is November 2017. We are 17 days away from The Last Jedi. It is getting closer and closer. There's a chill in the air as December is just right around the corner. And we know that December, while it might be a cold month here in southeastern New England, it is going to be a very hot month for uh, be, for, for us Star Wars fans. I know, Dan, you're you're, you're looking forward to uh, December 14th, and uh, we even said, like, even if it was to snow, you'd be breaking out the chains on the tires, and we're going to get going on that, huh? Definitely. We're, we're there. I even I have my earplugs already. They're right here. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, I have some special earplugs I use for playing loud music, but I'm going to use them so that I don't hear anything oh, in, the, in the movie theater. <laughs> You know, I was telling somebody, I, I can't wait until Last Jedi comes out, not just because I am looking forward to this movie, but uh, this year of, uh, of, of I don't even want to call it, what would you call it? I don't know, like, uh, it's like the deadly silence rule. Okay, it's like you're do totally not violate, off the grid. Yeah, I know. Do not violate the deadly This has been one, role. and when did you take this on? I forgot. When was this uh, first? Uh, I took this on. Was it like early this early, year? Early this okay, year. Okay, so yeah. we're talking been, basically an year. entire year that you have been doing this. Yeah, without any Last Jedi news. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this has been driving me crazy because I'm telling you right now, this is not going to happen again because I don't know how much more we could uh, hold off here not discussing the the last year. I think it's going to be like this glorious day after uh, parsing out what we what we learned from that movie and what, what what we're looking forward to in episode nine. But either way, I think we're gonna yeah, have it's going to be good. We're gonna have a great time, and there's still some more Star Wars news to talk about outside of the Last Jedi right now. Lots of news, um, yeah. The big news that I want to speak about right now, we'll go yeah. over some, some of our headlines in the last uh-huh. month or so. Yeah. Uh, I went to Rhode Island Comic Con uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, I know, Dan, you weren't able to. As, uh, I had work. had a gig. Yeah, I had a gig <laughs> I had to do. Yeah. And it, I'm fun, glad. it was a fun gig. It was but. a fun gig, but uh, I, I, this was the first time I had gone uh, totally solo at a at a con here. Um so I had lined up at Rhode Island Comic Con, and speaking as I just mentioned, uh, the cool weather has come into into southeastern New England. Standing outside the uh, the Dunkin' Donuts Center and the Rhode Island Convention Center, lining up for for to get into the convention that Sunday on November twelfth, it was a pretty cold morning. Uh, I was <laughs> I was one of the people who wore gloves and hats and scarves and you know, jacket. Um, God bless the cosplayers out there who uh, lined up in their costumes without anything else on. Uh, they they stood there and uh, were trying to warm up with some Dunkin' Donuts coffee or hot chocolate. Um, but I will tell you the truth. It sounds it, painful. It it definitely looked very painful it looked very very painful i was lucky that i had my tickets already and my pass was already in place so and they actually even get got the line started just a little bit earlier than 10 o'clock to get people moving into the convention center and i was one of the first people who was able to because the time i lined up i was i was one of the first uh, 
people in the in the I guess the first grouping that was allowed to go into the convention center. Nice. So that was that was nice. So uh, I got into the convention center, and my first stop was uh, heading to the uh, Dunkin' Donuts Center, where um, we're going to line up for the uh, autograph signing of Ian McDermott. Now the uh, the Dunkin' Donuts Center had all like the the I would say like the more, you know sought-after stars who were going to be at, at the convention. So I believe uh, Dolph Lundgren was there, as, as, as well as, I'd say, you know, Ian, you know, next to Ian McDermott was uh, Robert Englund, who played uh, Freddy Krueger. Oh, so cool. it, was, it was weird seeing. I was like, well, look at that. The Emperor and Freddy Krueger next to each other at well, the autograph funny. table. Well, cool. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Yeah, it's um, So I got there pretty early, so I was one of the first ones who lined up for the Ian McDermott uh, autograph. So I was... I. I must have been the fourth or fifth person who uh, was able to go up to him to have uh, to have my uh, print signed. And I, like I mentioned before, I had this I had this beautiful eleven by fourteen um, photo that I got from Star Wars Authentics, and uh, it is just a gorgeous print of Ian McDiarmid as Darth Sidious as he first ignited his lightsaber to uh, in in Revenge of the Sith. Exposing himself as the as the Dark Lord Darth Sidious, so um, it was it was really an interesting. I mean, you didn't have too much time to go up to go up to him and, and, and speak to him, but he was very very pleasant, very very congenial, and uh, he signed uh, the autograph the way I wanted him to sign it. I asked him if uh, he would sign it, uh, so it's treason, and then he responded back to me, so it's treason. Then and I got a kick out of him, like correcting me. I was like, "Wow, he really knows his lines." And he, he, I mean, you know, them. of all, that's amazing. That's so cool. I mean, not many of these actors, actors will think of like yeah. these lines, but no. But I mean, I, I, of all the actors, I'm going to say, of all the yeah. actors, I mean, I, th- I gotta say, I think he's the best out of all the Star Wars actors. I think he's the, yeah. he is the best actor out of all of them. I just, I think he's incredible. And I want to point out, that yeah, I, I think you have met every Sith. Well, let's think about this. We, so we met Prowse. Yep. Okay. We met. Uh, oh, at Connecticut Comic Con, you're talking about. We met um, from Rogue One, Spencer Wilding. Yep. Okay, he played Darth Vader. Uh, we met, uh, like I said, Dave Prowse at Super Mega Fest. Uh, Spencer Wilding at Kinetic Comic Con. Ian McDiarmid at uh, at Rhode Island Comic Con. I think at Super. Ma- no, it was at Rhode Island Comic Con. I think that we met Ray Park as well too. Yep. So. Yeah. Any other living? Oh, we. we you talk about like living Sith. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I because we never had the chance to meet. Um, we obviously didn't have a chance to meet uh, Count Dooku himself. Yeah. Uh, no. Christopher Lee. Oh, we weren't yeah. able to okay, meet so that's, him. Yeah, unfortunately. That was the only one. But uh, yeah. is there any other Sith out there? Well, there's Actually, the other actor who okay. played who played Darth Vader. I mean, the other actor. Ah, uh, okay. So you had. One. So we had. Yeah, I've met him. So. Yeah, um, I will say this as well too. Uh, sp- we don't know if it's a Sith or not, but uh, Andy Serkis was at Rhode Island Comic Con as well too, in that hall oh, with wow. Ian McDiarmid. Wow. Um, I I didn't get his. I mean, part of me wanted to get the uh, sure. get the the Snoke autograph, but um, the Ian McDiarmid one I think put That's me so cool. put me under. <laughs> That's so cool. Is he, is he did he seem like a gentlemanly? Did he seem like very nice. Ian McDiarmid was, like? was one of the. I think he had been one of the kindest people uh, I have ever met at a convention. Wow, really. Um, Wow, and and one day we're gonna have to have a a good discussion about this because this is sort of like the the the, the, the pros and the cons of going to a convention. Sure. Um, 
you want the they're giving you the opportunity to meet those people sure. who have impacted you in a way in a very special way for yeah. us it's obviously the actors who put on performances in the Star Wars movies which means the most to us yep. um, you have an actor like Ian McDiarmid an actor like Ian McDiarmid who had such an incredibly special role in, a, in, a, in, a, in such an important role as Emperor Palpatine as Darth Sidious in not only the prequel trilogy but also in the original trilogy yeah and you know, it's great that you get to meet him. At the same time, um, you you pay a pretty penny. Sure. Literally, you pay a pretty financial penny to uh, to, sure. to to have the opportunity to meet. Yeah. And look, if you didn't have the money to do it, then you don't do it. But so, part of us wants that we see that that's something that we really want. We want well, the experience, and we want to be able to have that yeah. memento from it. So I will say that for him, yeah. the the plus for him was is that. He he did have that conversation with you. He did speak to you. Nice. He did. He didn't sit there and tell you like you know, um, you know. Okay, I'm going to sign my name here, but you know, it's going to cost you an extra twenty bucks to have you have me sign two mark, or to have me sign the quote, or to have you sign a Darth Sidious. He did everything. I asked yeah. him, and I said, and you know, we, you know, we, let's go to the let's go to the audio that I have of right. that meeting of uh, that took place at Rhode Island Comic Con because it really shows the heart of Ian McDermott, I think. Pleasure to meet you, Mr. McDermott. How are you, sir? Great to meet you. You are, yes. This is a great shot of you. You were looking so nasty there. That's right. That was amazing. I got my saber right for the first time, as it were. Could you sign this under your name, Darth Sidious, and write, so it's treason? Yes. That would be wonderful. So it's treason then. Then, that's right. Here, here, where you want to go. We can start over here and go over Oh, you can do all that kind of thing. So when I was in I was in college, my directed study was in Shakespeare, and I always thought that uh, that Emperor Palpatine would have been great playing Titus Andronicus. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's a very good part, interesting part. Um, Can you write Darth Sidious under that? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, under the saber. Under yeah, the saber, yeah. yeah. Are you coming back to the states to do any uh, Shakespeare? Uh, I'd, I'd love to. No plans at the moment. No plans at the uh, moment? No, it's a good time in Chicago. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you. It's Great fun. fan. Thank Thanks you for, for coming. coming. I appreciate it's it. Good to meet you. Have a good one. Thank you. I mean, how much was his signature? Just uh, curiosity. Yeah, I mean, this is this is no uh, no no secret. It, it was yeah. eighty dollars. Wait, $80. so for someone who was in the original trilogy and someone who yeah. was in the prequel trilogy. As the emperor, a major character, eighty dollars is pretty cheap. For this type of an event, it is it is pretty reasonable. Yeah. I will say that there were I other mean, actors there but... who were hitting one hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, easy. Um, I'm just going to say I mean, this out loud yeah. because at New York Comic Con, it was yeah. two hundred and ninety-five dollars, I believe, for Mark Hamill. Yeah, for okay. web, for a photo or an autograph. Now look, I I'm not sure I could. Pull the trigger on that one. I pulled the trigger on Ian McDermott uh, uh, for for his autograph, but that that I mean, a part of me. Look, I know it's New York Comic Con, so anybody going to New York Comic Con, to to me, is like almost saying like, yeah, we know you're coming here, and you know that. Yeah, you're going to be expected yeah. to buy a whole lot of stuff if you sure. want to have the experience that you want here. And maybe people save up during the years for 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 these outings to these conventions. Um, yeah, but for him, I feel like I feel like eighty bucks. It's almost more like an honorarium. You know what I mean? 
Like it's almost like it's a. It's it, possible. It's possible. It's a little bit on the expensive side, but it's not. I'm saying. I'm saying it's not. He he could have easily could have charged like 150. You were uh, no yeah, one people would have paid it too. Would have paid it. Yeah. yeah. So he's not. I think he. I think part of it is that like he's a serious guy and he's there and he does want to meet the fans, but he also doesn't want to feel like he's getting taken advantage of. No, that's I think, true. I mean, know, look, I, I know that I there's a good portion of those deal, people you know? out there who are going to, the second they get that that photo signed, yeah, is going to throw it up on eBay and, yeah. and ask for like you know two hundred bucks. Or they're going to wait. Yeah. They're going to wait three years, and their whole or intention is to wait that, three years, yeah. and they know they'll be able to get a, 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 a little lot, bit more, maybe a lot more. So yeah. I feel like it's just it's just in a way like it. That's what I'm saying. He's he is a really big actor in Star Wars, like one of the biggest, and so it's just I think it's really cool. Um, that he, um, it's great that, that he came, he, that to, he came to a convention. He, that yeah, I think at first, neat. I will tell you this: that there was during the week before the Comic Con actually started, um, he was put on the canceled list, and I was really disappointed. I was like, sure. "Oh, are you kidding me?" Yeah, I was like, I remember the year that we waited. We we were thought we were going to meet Carrie Fisher, and then she mm. had had to cancel because of illness. But yeah. and I was like, "Oh God, is it happening again?" Yeah. And but but they said, you know. He decided to come back. Now, I don't know what the reasonings behind it was. Maybe professional commitments changed or so forth. Sure. But in the end, the guy did not have to come to Rhode Island for the comic convention. He didn't have to do that. He chose to do that. And granted, he's getting paid. Like I said, maybe you sure. look at it as an honorarium more than, than just like yeah, you know, a fee. So. Yeah. But um, I, the good part about it was is that I had the experience of, of meeting somebody and it – Look, were they rushing you? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but not as much as as it has been in, in, in previous conventions where we've gone to, and the, and the handlers get all all upset that that you're either talking too much to the actor or to the artist. Right. But um, like I said, he 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 spoke to me. We had a couple words back and forth. I asked him about his uh, something regarding because I had done a uh, a directed study in Shakespeare in college, and I had mentioned that to him. And I, I when when you hear the, when you hear the audio, you'll 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 hear my little like snippet that I that I that I asked him regarding uh, you know his 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 Shakespeare experience. Um, but it was I mean it was fun that that mm. that he he was very congenial and he was very happy to to sign the autograph the way that I wanted it. Yeah, he also yeah he just sounded he also sounded to me like uh, just a super he has like a a presence. First of all, his voice even in that like kind of crappy audio like his voice sounds great, man. Yeah. Oh, he's. I mean, his voice just sounds like sharp and like crisp and like he would be a great like anything with voice. I mean, any voiceover. Yeah. Anything. No, I, he's amazing. <laughs> I one part of that audio also which seems is like just a heavy guy. What? He also seems like a very heavy person. Like he seems oh, like yeah. he's like I very mean, intelligent. Like his remark about Shakespeare was intelligent, was very interesting. I don't know. He like I, yeah. Like I said, if there was if it was anybody else, I don't know if I would have had the same look. I, yeah. We've you know the actors who we've I mean who have we met in the in the past that uh, let's just, let's just stick to Star Wars actors maybe or Ray Park. Very very nice guy, but I mean, Sweet was, guy. his handlers were not. His so handlers nice. were made us move a little bit quickly along. Then 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 yeah, I, but then, there was no one even there. Well, that's the thing is that they they I, I don't know if it's like we, the we, idea we, like we started, if a person right. is at the autograph table and you're not doing anything and you're not actively having something signed, yeah. then you're getting in the way of the next forty bucks that's coming into my table. Right, so it was I, weird. It was, there was yeah. no one there. It was really early, and we were just started. He was he's a really nice person and we just were having a good conversation. Yeah. And they were like, I'm sorry you're talking like and they like just jumped in and he was just like kinda looked at him like, okay. I will but say though, see, he see, did yeah. he did sign an extra autograph for us that day, which I actually gave to you. Yeah, I have but, it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. No, yeah, he did. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm right. saying. Yeah. He's like you know. <laughs> he's like, Oh yeah, he you know, yeah, he was really cool. 
Um, Dave Prouse, who we met at Super Mega Fest. Also, what a what a nice person, Dave. Very Prouse. kind gentleman. We were at his yeah, uh, went to so his cool. panel at Super Mega Fest in that Killer. year. I think it was 2013. Yeah. Um, yeah like I said, nice. another one. I, I I think it was like you know he. he, he he tried, it, look, it, 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 I think at the time that, that 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 he was doing it there, it may have been 20 or 30 bucks. And I know later on when we saw him again at Rhode Island Comic Convention, I think it may have gone up to like 40 or 50 bucks. Um, but look, I, I will say, like I said, he he does take a moment to speak to the fan and speak to that, sure. speak to the person. I think, did, did, did you have a chance to speak to Dave Prouse at all? Or did I you said hello to him in the bathroom. Oh, the bathroom. That's right. That's... <laughs> <laughs> you make the dark lord in the, in the men's room yeah, yeah there you go um but okay right. uh there was that actually chris parsons who we met at a Rhode Island comic convention a little bit more of a a mi- one of the bounty hunters which i wouldn't call a minor character but it's it's not one of the big three and it's not sure. vader and so forth um he, he very was sweet person very yeah. kind to speak to yeah. and we spoke to nice him for, for a little bit yeah. oh my gosh and i forgot uh, our very first guest that we ever had on the podcast who was an actor in a Star Wars movie who spoke to us oh, sh- Femi Taylor Femi Taylor, Femi Taylor like played Ula what a, what a kind woman yeah, she is really oh best. my gosh yeah, we nice just had person, such a yeah. wonderful conversation with her and she was so happy to and, be able to uh, and, and she and I will say look anybody who goes to these conventions are going to be charging stuff but you weren't breaking the bake either to have a conversation and to get an autograph and to have a picture with her yeah so it was, there's also um yeah, she's now been in. Uh, she's been in the in the current Star Wars and also in the last. I mean, it's so funny that that her image in Rogue One. That's um, right. She has the image yeah, of her dancing as so, yeah, so yeah. cool. Uh, but there's also I have to say Timothy Zahn, um, who's pretty famous in the Star Wars yeah. community and in science fiction in general. Yeah, right. Yeah. He spoke with me. We spoke for 10, 15 minutes, and we had a nice conversation. And there were people like waiting behind us to buy stuff from him. And you had a and really had, deep conversation. We had like a, with we him had an about actual that, yeah. conversation, and he was just—I have to tell you—he's another think, good guy. I just in the Star thought Wars he community. was just—he yeah. was so cool and just so like real, and had a, you could have an interesting conversation with him. And he wasn't—he was obviously there to sell books and promote his book, which is great. Uh, but he, it wasn't all about that. It was—it was—it was very interesting. I—I I yeah. brought up a book that uh, you know I had bought maybe gosh. 10 years ago, right. sign it for me. Yeah. Sign it for me. It's not, and there's no pro quo, pro quo, pro quo, pro regarding like, you know, well, you didn't, you didn't buy a book today, yeah. so I ain't signing anything for you. Yeah. But uh, it, you know, speaking of good people and good artists, yeah. you know, um, also met at the Royal Comic Con, Katie Cook. Oh, Katie Cook, who who's oh, been you've at, who, seen her before? Yeah, at Boston Comic Con, right. we I, I spoke ago, to her yeah. briefly, and she we have like a little clip of her actually from the previous uh, Boston Comic Con that you could find uh, in the archives. But Katie was I I I've been wanting to meet meet with her again because I <laughs> I had a a friend go down to Star Wars Celebration in the springtime, mm. and I wanted to purchase her, uh, her her Celebration print from this year. And remember, we had our, our podcast regarding all the artist print, and I mentioned that yeah, that was the cool. one that I wanted. That's the one I really had the four or five panel uh, expanded universe story that I'm calling it of Ray's, how did she get the, uh, the, 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 the doll that, that we see her in in the, uh, in the Force Awakens. So I had... Ordered the print. I had had my buddy go down to the uh, to to Florida at the celebration convention to, to pick it up. He picked it up. It got sent on UPS. Unfortunately, it was some somewhere between uh, Florida, the uh, the UPS monster ate it up. So it never ever got to me. 
Uh, but thankfully, uh, you know, insurance money comes through, and I was oh, able to I'm get. Sorry to hear that, yeah, well, it, it, I asked her previously before she came to the convention. I said, if, if you're going to be back in Rhode Island, can you please bring a print? She was gracious enough to say, yes, I'll bring one. And I oh, was so finally, she brought one anyway. She brought one, oh, had nice? signed, and uh -huh. I have it now framed. And nice. I'm looking forward to finding a nice wall to put it up. It's it's Fabulous. really a great print yeah. of 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 Ray. And like I said, it's uh, this this. It combines, and then we had mentioned this when we were, t we were talking about this on the celebration show. This combination of seeing the fierceness of Ray, along with the fact that she was still just a little girl at the time when this, uh, when she's just you know, scavenging around that desert, and she has nothing but the scraps of metal, and she has no family, she has no toys, and how she makes her toy. And at the last panel shows her, you know, sitting happily with the with the X-wing helmet on her head, holding the doll, looking up at the stars. But uh, yeah. So when we get to, there's like a little point here about the new Battlefront game that I yeah. want that I want to get to when. Okay, that, that reminds will, me yeah. of what you just said. All right, we'll give. It has to do with Ray. Yeah, and it could be an interesting development. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, okay. we'll we'll talk yeah. about that. Sorry. Uh, on. And one other one other artist speaking of a good good people in the Star Wars community yeah. who uh, connect with fans. Um, I had the great opportunity to speak with uh, the former editor at Marvel, Jim Shooter. No way. Jim Shooter, who was there in the late seventies, and he had he had taken over the position at Marvel after a lot of you know after Stan Lee had left, a bunch of it was like a revolving door of editors who were there trying to get Marvel's you know get 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 the business moving in in the right direction. Um, wow. We had this fascinating talk where he basically said that you know. It was Star Wars that saved Marvel Comics. Well, that's amazing. Now, did, you know, yeah. is he responsible for Marvel from that point on? I mean, how he long? was like he he spoke a little bit about um, you know that Stanley at the time, I believe, he was a little bit unsure of what Star Wars was. He's like, it's another science fiction book. You know, we have a science fiction book, so we have like superheroes, but it was. He was unsure. Jim Shooter thought that this was something to 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 look at. Um, they had already. You know, they they had before the I think the movie had come out. I think he said like you know they had already com had those first six issues of the Star Wars story from the movie commissioned to be done, and he said that uh, after the movie came out, those things were just selling off the shelves. Star wow. Wars comics were selling off the shelves. Those big remember those big huge Marvel Treasury editions that came out, the size mm. of magazines, uh -huh. the ones for Star Wars and Empire. Uh -huh. He said, um, "We, you just couldn't. You know, they got on the shelf and they were sold. Mm. They were sold." Um, I was oh. really happy to have my uh, amazing Marvel Treasury edition of the Empire Strikes Back signed by Jim Shooter. No way, which was a, a really nice addition to my collection. Amazing! Uh, <laughs> wow, that's so cool. But wow. I, I. There's mm -hmm. a guy who I I would love to get on the podcast. Maybe we can get yes. him to phone in and we can have a discussion. Is about, he around here or no? Uh, I believe he's. I think he's out of New York to tell you the truth. Oh. But I asked him if he ever wanted to come on the on the podcast, and he took the car took our card. And oh, great. Uh, so well, very cool, uh, maybe we can get in contact with him at the beginning of uh, the start of the new year and see if we could talk about uh, Star Wars and, and, and how it influenced uh, Marvel Comics. That'd be a fun a fun conversation to have. Wow, it's a fun conversation to have. Um, other Star Wars people who I, I saw, I didn't uh, really have any, any... I didn't stay too long at the convention. Um, there was a lot of people I will have been on that Sunday. A lot of people, and it was getting pretty pretty tight for me to be in there. So. I heard it was extremely crowded. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty crowded. It was yeah. pretty crowded. But um, Jonas Sutama, who, uh, the new Chewbacca, um, I Did saw, you meet him? I, I saw, him, saw him. I uh -huh. walked by his table. 
Um, it's really, really something when you see the new Chewbacca. I saw him standing up one because I, I was way. He's tall. It's like a, yeah, he's really. I, well, we have Peter yeah. May. Oh, Peter Mayhew, another yeah. person who we met who was like a very gracious individual who was very Amazing. kind. Yeah. You gave your card to him. Said yeah. if you wanted to listen to some good music, and he was like, "Well, thank you very much." Yeah, and he was, took the card, and I thought <laughs> that was a good impression. Yeah. yeah, well, you know what he said to me when I when I went up to him. What? I said. I said, congratulations on finishing, uh, you know, the, the filming of episode seven. It must have been a great time. I'm not speaking about episode seven. I'm <laughs> not going to mention anything because I can't mention anything. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> but he was a very kind individual. I will say, um, when we had met him back at Super Mega Fest, yeah. um, he, he was... He was in much better health than the second time that we saw him. I feel, I mean, he, his his poor hips and his poor legs. I mean, for for someone that size, I know that that it, it could be pretty straining and, and pretty well, stressful. Jonas, what's his name? St- Jonas Sutoma. He was he was so the, Jonas yeah. Sutoma. Yeah, was uh, is uh, also he's Chewbacca in the new Han Solo movie. He's in the Han Solo movie, and he's he also in the for- he was in the Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Yeah, any scene where there's a lot of movement. It's him. That was him, yeah. 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 And so I assume it's going to be the same for The Force Awakens. I mean, for The, the Last Jedi. But that's cool. I would like to have met him. Was he, was he like, in the big hall? Or was he no, just at no. A table? He was in the regular regular. It's good to know for next center. time. Because yeah, like, I, really, yeah. I, like, I really like to connect with him a little bit. Yeah, so. he was sitting there. He was right next to... Um, he, he, he was sitting next... To ah, I'm losing my. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It'll come to you if it's meant to be. <laughs> it's meant to be exactly. Um, anywho, the, the basic wrap up is that this was a for a solo for for me going solo at a convention. It was it was a good time. I got to meet the people who I wanted to meet. I got some nice swag along the way. Um, I was very like I said, I was pleased to get the McDermott signature. Very pleased to get the Katie Cook print. Amazing. Um, had a great time speaking with Jim Shooter. Um, I picked up one or two other prints as well. Oh, Rob Rob Taylor from Rob Hero Fight Taylor. Art. He's the best. Another good guy. I picked up from him. Yeah. Gosh, it was so it's always so fun because I had I had to pick up from him. I had one actually. I didn't realize this at the time until I rechecked my Facebook. But I had one the pr- a, a print um, from one of his raffles that he held on Facebook, and I had won the. Uh, the, uh, the the Grand Admiral Thrawn print. Oh, nice! So wow. uh, I got that, and I also picked up uh, huh. the X uh, his X his his new X wing print, as well as the Beggars Canyon print of uh, Luke in the Skyhopper going oh, through amazing. Beggars Canyon, which reminds which which is was basically based off of that very first episode of the NPR radio Star Wars radio dramas. Um, speaking of no drama <laughs> drama <laughs> drama drama. Um, the th- other news coming through the Star or or actually no before we get to that let's 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 talk about because I want to get back to you. Um, big news in the last two weeks has been the release of Star Wars Battlefront the video game. Yeah. Um, now you had bought you, know, you had rented it right. I rented it. Yeah. You rented yeah I did it. not buy it. All yeah. right. Let's go through just some. I, I I wrote down a couple areas and I want you to give me out of like you know one being really bad, Ted being like you know super unbelievably awesome. Yeah. What you think of uh, the. Uh, of, of each section and give sure. us a little commentary on it. Okay. Let's talk about the first one, the graphics. Very good. X, X, uh, I'd give it a nine. Give it a nine. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Compared to other Star Wars games, what are you feeling? This this is really topping them, right? You mean in terms of graphics? Graphics, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Totally, it's gone. It's 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 even really... the previous Battlefront. 
Yeah, no, it's just it's just also the the maps are much more comprehensive. So there's an indoor map, and I mean, there's just it's just so much, and it's just it's a very believable environment, and the sounds, but the graphics are are very very good, um, but they're not they're not exactly right. I will say, I think they're excellent. Um, but they're not. It's not exactly right. Like what's an example of something that you didn't that you think was? A I felt bit sometimes, and this may sound strange. I felt sometimes some of the structures, just and again, I, having you know, if you know, if I have some spare time, I'll play a game for yeah. you know, half yeah. an hour, forty five minutes, or yeah. whatever, every other day or something. Mm-hmm. So I keep yeah. up compared with other games, like the graphics. Sometimes it just it just didn't. It just felt blocky somehow. Really? And just a tiny, tiny bit. And I would just like look at a building and be like, well, that looks like, just it looked off. Most of it, was, that's why I give it a nine. Okay. The vast majority of it was absolutely blow your mind. You'll think you're, you you will think you're on that planet. Was there an environment that but, really knocked, knocked your socks off? Um, I, I mean, I, I gotta say the, the space battles. Space battles. Are re- okay. Okay. That's oh pretty Oh my cool. God. The space battles get a 10. I mean, you can oh, be the previous one. If you would play from the cockpit view, that was pretty cool. No, you couldn't no. do it. Oh, you just, really? it just it just it felt wrong. It just was off, and you couldn't do it. So you had to play from a third person point of yep. view, and you yep. saw the ship. Be- and so it was fine, but they nailed the cockpit view on this. Oh, really? So you can oh, really nice. play it nice. in the cockpit of the All X-wing right. or in the cockpit of the Tie Fighter. It's um, it's totally amazing. And once you get a handle on the controls, it's like the space battles are crazy. Can you be in the cockpit of an AT-AT? Um. At one point, you are. You are. Yeah. How's that? Uh, oh, cool. It was cool. Okay, yeah, very nice. cool. Yeah. I mean, that was in the story part, but okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But the uh, graphics are great. Graphics they're just good. not okay. perfect. Yeah. Graphics get a nine. What about for sound? And I'll say ten. sound and music. Ten. Ten. Yeah, ten. There's no the sound is perfect. Yeah. And I'm, when I say sound as well too, the voice acting, the 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 excellent. The, the, Every, the, the music, the environmental. Sounds, excellent. I mean, in, excellent. in the sto- oh, nice. in the story section, I mean, the voice acting was. Just fabulous, fabulous, just ex- amazing, yeah. Uh, gameplay itself, um, very good. Uh, hard. It's a hard game. It's not. This is not a. It is a pickup game, but it's like it's challenging. And but but everything is moves. it different than other Battlefront games, or is it? It's just no, like it's the same. It to the same. It's same. Okay. It's it, the gameplay is. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any. There's something about it. Maybe. I'm trying to figure out what was it about the gameplay that bothered me. Um, I mean, it's not like, I mean, look, when we get a game, you want to be challenged. It's not like you want yeah. everything to be like completely finished and everything like that. But it's, a, it, I mean, it's, a, it's no, a the game play, the game, the game play is, I'd also give it a nine. There's for sure. Yeah. Okay. But there's just, a, there's a couple, there were a couple like things in terms of a tiny, tiny, and I'm nitpicking just because I want to give an honest review of it because it's a really good game. Uh, some, sometimes like the camera angles got a little weird. Okay. So it just it, it it got it could be a little bit strange with the camera angles. Okay. And it might have they they some things they didn't quite it seems like they didn't quite work out. Okay. So that's uh, similar to the graphics. Like th- those two go together. So like okay. something about the graphics and gameplay somehow it wasn't perfect. It was excellent. So I'd say a nine. For a nine? Ga- okay. nine for gameplay. Yeah. Now the story mode that you had uh, did you go through the story mode at all? I, okay. So I <laughs> so I went through. Okay, so I went through half the story mode. I got through about half, and then okay. I watched the rest of the like cutscenes on YouTube, <laughs> just because like. But here's and here's okay. but here's yeah. why. Yeah. Okay. Um, several things. First of all, they what they did with the game. It, the story mode is excellent, and you should totally play it. It's, okay. It's really cool, and it's the first couple missions. I was just I was so I was just 
Uh, unbelievable. I was just like, oh my god, this is the Can you tell thing. us, about, like, just give us, what is okay. the synopsis of the beginning of the story where it is? You, you, the, the, the beginning of the story, you find yourself being interrogated by uh, a, a rebel. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. And it's a really cool <laughs> scene, and but it's a double setup. Meaning, meaning your character, Eden Verso, yeah. uh, she has this little robot, and what the people, what the rebels don't know is they think they've captured you, but they and they think that they've got your robot, but your robot is still being controlled by someone off ah, uh, well, in another a, place. The double, and double so you can, so you you start the game off as the robot, and it teaches you kind of how to move oh, God, through me of space. Kotor. It was Kotor really cool, and you had like that robot at the beginning, and then the yeah. robot comes, yeah. and, and it was so cool. And there's this, I got to tell you, this one thing: the premise of the first mission, which is like a tutorial mission, yeah. which was excellent, was that. The rebels actually got their hands on intel. They hadn't yet like looked at it, but they had it, and they were they, they didn't they thought it was like mildly important. They were going to look at it. The intel was that the that imperial fleet was waiting on the far side of the Endor moon. Really, that it was is a that setup. part of the story. Yeah, oh. and so that it was a setup. The whole and thing with Ember is like so, you know I've been in the uh, yeah. yeah, and so they they had the intel they got it yep but they hadn't looked at it yet and your job was to get captured so that you could get in and then retrieve the intel and destroy it oh my gosh isn't that awesome that's a total it's when such we do a our cool, commentary on return so of the jedi cool. we're gonna have to keep that in the back of our heads yeah <laughs> that they, that they almost didn't it was just a really cool nod to the original it was great I mean, it seems they really dug deep into making this story like you know s- you know fit in with everything definitely. else that went on definitely and the voice acting the I forgot the name of the voice act actress who plays Eden Verso, but it's a uh, Janina Gabicar. Yeah, 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 she's she was she's amazing. She's really really good, and the voice acting's stellar. Okay, so the, the game's going good, and then like it diverts you, and you start playing as Luke Skywalker. Okay. Okay. okay now I got to tell you, Luke yeah. is one powerful guy in this okay. game. Okay. I mean, really powerful, and it's this whole thing where you you find one of the emperors. Is this post Return of the Jedi? Post Return of the Jedi. Okay, so he's and already he, blown up the Death Star. He's yeah, defeated Vader, and, and he's they're they're going to these emperors. The emperor has these observatories. This ties into um, uh, Empire's End. Okay, and he has these observatories where he's hidden stuff, and you have <laughs> and you have to get in there, and it's just this tantalizing story, and I was it was so cool, and then Luke is like he's he's he saves one of the Imperials. Who's part of your team? As Eden's part of Eden's yeah. or Eidner, yeah. our team, Luke saves. I'm this is all sorts of spoilers. Sorry. That's okay. It's she, okay. Yeah. So he saves this member of your team. Okay. And so in exchange, and there also is like all these whatever. It's just kind of cool scene. You have to work together to get to this. Fine. You get there to this observatory, and they're looking through. And Luke picks up this like weird magical looking thing with all these like symbols on it. Yeah. And it's like circular and got this little blue thing inside. Okay. It looks almost like a holocron. Okay, I was going to say, is it a holocron, do you think? Or? We don't know. And oh. the guy looks at me, he's like, why are you taking that? He's like, it's a compass. He's like, I just want to use it. Oh. I want to take it. And the guy's like, what? Does that go back to And then he's like, why should I let you take it? He's like, because I saved your life. He's like, okay, fine. <laughs> go ahead, take it. Is this, and that's it. And then it ends. Pulled into like, do you think that's like a, uh, an allusion to what Han said about Luke looking for the first Jedi temple? I think so. Oh. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. And, but but so after that I was like okay that's really cool they they let us play in this weird planet and you played as Luke cool but then it just kept doing that like it kept like like the the you played as Eden Verso like less and less and you kept playing as like different like original like you play as Han Solo and you play as Princess Leia and it, it was kind of cool but then it got annoying it was like but I want the story I want to go uh. back to Eden Verso I don't want what they were doing 
was showing you all the different maps via the they're showing they were showcasing the multiplayer through the single single player campaign. Oh, interesting. And I it was a little much. They went overboard that. Like they, it's they too much for it's it like was too much. Or, uh, no, it was just it was. No. It didn't have anything to do with the main oh, no. story. Okay, all right. You know, right. you're invested in Eden Verso, and it's a really good. It's a good story, except when there's a couple weird quirks where you're like, but why didn't you explain that more? You mean meaning they took part of the time for the story and they sh- used it as a showcase for their multiplayer multiplayer. Okay, and they should have just taken the time to to just fill out that one story. You have your multiplayer game over here. You have your story over here. Yeah. And just leave it as that. Leave, leave them separate. And where, where they intertwine, they intertwine. And where they don't, they don't. And leave it. Especially and, and in a Battlefront the, game when it's yeah. more like most people are using it for like a pick up and play to say, I want to see Ray fight Darth Maul or something like right. that. Right. You know? Villains versus <laughs> yeah. heroes, which is yeah. a cool, really cool mode. Um, so so it's just it was just, they, they dropped the ball there. And then, so I guess got bored. It's just like, I didn't want to. Really? I didn't want to like, I really... The, and this if is, you had and this bought is, it, do you think you would have kept up with it? No, I think I really? just got, I got bored wow. with the single player because like no I was just kidding. like, I don't want to see Han Solo and how he goes to save the Wookiees on Kashyyyk. Like it's interesting. So so tell me that story then. You know what I mean? Like they keep like pinging these different stories, but and they're trying to kind of spin it as like an homage and like trying to to yep. for Star Wars fans. Yep. But in truth, what they're doing is they're just showcasing their own multiplayer. Which, if I want well, the multiplayer, I'll go play the multiplayer. Yep, and and it takes <laughs> it takes away from her story, which is a really good one and yeah, really significant perhaps because it could be this is a big this could be a potentially big spoiler. Okay, what, what's so the turn it off now? I'm hearing up. Okay, if you want to turn it off now, now move up about five or ten minutes, and then you can. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, what? Which is that Eden and Eden and her companion? That she has two companions, or she has two companions. One of them. Stays with the Empire. Yep. And her and the other one come to the Rebels. They they become turncoats. Oh, so she, the she, yeah, she becomes a Rebel. She becomes a Rebel. Yeah. Okay. Which they didn't fill in enough. Or I actually mean, have Resistance. So a Resistance, yeah. yeah. The, the two of them fall in love, and then there's a part that they skipped where they have a daughter. Interesting. And it falls right exactly in the timeline of Ray. So it's possible yeah. that... And now, listen to this. Yeah, sh- yeah go on. Okay, so Aiden. Yeah. We're just gonna say, you think right now there's a good possibility that that's Ray's mom and mom dad. dad. Yep. Might so be, you think that's that, that Luke so much, may yeah. have, while not be, while the first thought after episode seven is that it's Luke's daughter, that do you think maybe? I don't know. That yeah, I don't is, think it's Luke's is, daughter, but Luke is one of the ones who kind of. Shows Did he them bring that, her to to that? To that? No, he, he but he helps the her husband or the the father of whoever this uh-huh. kid is that they they skip all about it. Meaning there's a part of the also the single player that uh, hasn't that you can't download. Not until after the movie. Not until after the movie. Oh my god! Okay. So, so there's there, some serious spoilers in okay. there. Okay. So, um, you know everybody's on the not, dark web trying to figure out how to get into there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So no. So so it turns out that that um, Luke. That mission is with Eden's uh, husband or whatever, and and he he kind of you know he's like oh my god you're a Jedi you're gonna kill me and he's like you don't understand the Jedi we we don't do that and he sees how good Luke is okay and how Luke saves him and it's very that's a really cool part of the game and somehow that really influences him and it does kind of bring him back towards the light to a degree very that part was really well done but is really but she's she's an X wing pilot. Think That's about true that. Too. Oh my God! It's like in her the, the helmet. Yeah. yeah. Remember on on Jakku, yeah. the helmet oh, the and helmet. the doll. 
Wow. Right? You know, so as, starting as you're saying to, this, yeah, as right? saying this they really like, have brought this yeah. character, Vita Verso, to the front when they've been like, guys, this, the actress who plays her, the voice actress, I've seen her, her Facebook is really getting hit a lot. And yeah. she is posting quite a bit. And she's, ha- that is so interesting. It's so amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Does Ida have any sort of force, force sensi- sensibilities or force sensitivities in this game at all, do you see? None. None. Does the father? No. This Not is... that you see, no. A force? It's like the Anakin story in a different way, sort of. Like, it's right. like, I can see this happen, uh, like... Well, we don't, and we don't know what happened with them. We know that they have a daughter, and we know, and I, we know that Kylo Ren, um has contact with them when he's when he's looking for the map. So they gave the map. That's the part that connects they with the Force Awakens. In the, yeah, in, in the, the game. game. Yeah, Kylo Ren. It's pretty cool. Kylo Ren. He had a connection with the with with yeah, Aiden and the and the husband. Aiden and the husband. I forgot his name, which is sad. But I, her her and her husband, they have the map and they give it to Lor Santeca. Oh my god. And he's where is the map? You know, he he finds them first. Where is the map? And he won't tell him. This finally, is, he, finally this is he, the movie without the movie. Yeah, it's no, like, it is. It's pretty. It's pretty good. They're, and they're throwing a whole lot of heavy. I actually, so I suggest points you here. Go, oh go watch the cutscenes. I think I on am YouTube. going to do it's that. It's very yeah. good. It's uh, very, it's very interesting. And some of the people who put the cutscenes like movies together, like they do it in such a way where you get some of the gameplay, so it almost feels yeah. like a movie, which is kind of cool. Um, but it, again, what you'll see when you watch it, it's just there's too much. Like we don't need Princess Leia, and we don't need Han Solo in there at all. We don't need that section. Wow. You just it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't move Iden's story forward at all. No, I can understand so why it doesn't just, move the story forward. But like you said, I mean, you're you're ta- you're gonna have Star Wars fans like myself and you who are of that age range who are gonna be like, yeah. you, know, you know, why didn't you put Leia and Han in there, you boneheads? Right. <laughs> Right. I mean, we would have been disappointed if we didn't see that in there. I know, just from, I, but from a game perspective, I just I wouldn't have. I would have been better had they not, and had they developed some of the issues between her and her father, and not covered covered them uh, uh, enough. Um, so as you're standing here right now, 17 days out before yeah. this, number one, you, so let me, let me get straight. You think there's a good possibility, 95 percent possibility that this we, that's the that's raised parentage? Do you I think? think it's 60 percent possibility? 60 percent. Okay. Do you think that yeah. any of this is going to come, that we're actually going to get any of these questions answered after Episode 8? Or do you think this is, they're just going to be holding this off until Episode 9 for like a big reveal back in, in, in two years from now? Um, I think we'll get the answer in Episode 8. See, I think we're going to wait. It's you think it's going to wait until Episode 9? I think we're going to be left with a whole lot more questions, like the same way we left, where we're left with the question after Empire is... Vader really Luke's father or not? So you can have two years to just like you know ponder, ponder. Uh, yeah, but, I th- it, but, but the game is somehow the game somehow is significant. They they, they it ties. But they're gonna in. come out with a Battlefront three. They're gonna be another thing. Connected. No, but I'm just it's saying. But, be, no, but the the single player the the end of the single player uh, story uh, is downloadable on December fourteenth. Only. Okay, that's. So I'm just saying there's some, okay. There, there is it, something. Yeah, there's some connection there. Yeah. As are other parts that have to do with episode uh, eight. This is now. This gives me an incentive to finish Battlefront Two, the novel, because I just yeah. restarted it again, and oh, I'm really cool. enjoying that beginning part. Oh, nice. um, huh. But, gosh, that just opens it up to such a. Uh, oh my God! The possibilities now. 
the it's possibilities, cool. especially if Luke does have had had a connection with the parents. Yeah, which he does. He does have a connection. Now I with will them. say yeah. this, and I don't know if this is true or not. Yeah. Somebody had mentioned to me that the first thing Luke is gonna say, that the first thing Luke says to Ray when he sees her is Don't who tell are, me. Oh, who are you? Who are you? Oh, really? Huh. Just nothing like that. I mean, this is no reveal. And I have no idea if that's what he actually says or anything like that. But it's not so Someone strange said or whatever. That I did, yeah. Well, no, but in the but in the in the Luke said I mean Luke. Sorry. I always do that. Poor Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill <laughs> Mark <laughs> He's not Mark Hamill, he's yeah, Luke. Yeah. Come on. Mark Hamill said very clearly that it's clear it was clear to him from the script of, of The Force Awakens that Luke knows exactly who she is. Really? Yep. Interesting. That's what he said. Yeah, you could, it was, and it's clear from the novelization also. Luke, he, I'll have he, to reread yeah. that because I mean he knows I don't who get she the, is. Well, you see, when I see him turn around in Episode Seven, I now look. I'm taking this from like how I thought two years ago in December, yeah. watching that for the very first time. Yeah, of him turning around. For me, it was more like, "What are you doing here?" Literally, who are you? Yeah. And don't you understand that I don't want to be seen? And like I, I'm trying to find the the, the 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 last rock in the universe to hide out so, on, and you're here. Yeah, but like you know, who are you? You yeah. know. Well, I mean, I also unfortunately saw like a Last Jedi Star Wars calendar. So there's a couple things I oh, know. Yeah? yeah, there's a couple things Is I it know. A good calendar. I just saw the beginning, <laughs> and then I wanted to like take out my lighter and burn it. So. Which even, I didn't. You can't even say what it is right now. Can I, can, I can tell you. Yeah, I can tell you exactly what it's I gonna saw. It's going to kill me, right? No, it's just, okay. <laughs> if you want a spoiler, I can, I, I'll give you a spoiler. No, I actually, a, you probably know this already. Okay, hit me with it. Which is that he's stranded on the planet. I did not know that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are the whole time. I'm worried Mark's going to give me a spoiler, and now I gave him one. Oh, great. That's okay. Hey, look. Maybe he's, uh, maybe, I don't know, the X-Wing yeah, no, fell that in I the ocean that. or something. It sucks I that I know that. But no, no, it's fine. It's, it's clear fun. from the thing that he doesn't want to be there. So, Well, no, look, truthfully, okay, yeah. maybe he's stranded, I don't, or maybe it's a self-imposed exile that he put himself right. in. Oh, that's Remember, true. Remember, yeah. he's, uh, we're, they did not put that line in there that Han said that he's looking for the first Jedi temple. I don't think it was a coincidence that in Rogue One we see the Jedi city, you know, Jedi, Jedi yeah, city. That's where they come from, yeah. Is 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 that's going to play a part in all this? I mean, to to me, it's just like you know, they, they're not putting stuff out there so that everybody just figures it all out before it all happens. I honestly don't think that. I think even with the the trailer that you may have heard, right. which Dan didn't hear, I'm not going to say anything about that trailer show that I did, but, I, <laughs> but I'm just saying that the the higher-ups there are counting on the fact that You're not gonna they be. want to knock everybody's socks off come December 14th and leave you have you leave that theater saying... I I wasn't expecting that. Oh my God! Where do we take the story from here? Yeah, I gotta right. wait two more years. Yeah, right. No, for, for God's sure. sake, Stan Gill is sitting there out there, not having any sort of like you know connections to our movies right. for a year. <laughs> for years. We can't let that happen again, people. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'm the number one thing on their minds, but. <laughs> Mark and Dan in, 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 in that basement of theirs just doing their podcast. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Uh, Can we get those guys for a celebration? Yeah, I don't... That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, look, I mean, I, that would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah, look, I um, I don't know. I, uh, I mean, yeah, 
I, I think they're not going to blow their entire yeah, franchise story no, over not. a calendar. They're not. Right. They're no. not going to do that. No, but I, th- I think the point is that he was. It's a question whether I think he knew her. I, the bottom line is I think he knows who she is. Um, do you think he knows her but has forgotten about her? It could be. Yeah. It, it it's interesting. I mean, part part of it is that there's clearly look. I mean, the the Journal of the Wills is going to play I think a big part, and and I think that Ray somehow fits in whoever's daughter she is. She fits in with the Journal of the Wills. Uh, we know that like. So, that would be fascinating. Yeah, because think wow. about think about when we're watching um, in like the vi- the visual guide to Rogue One, they show you all the different sects of yep. Yep. of force force whatever. sensitives. Force, and remember, yeah. the first person we really see, other than Finn in the stormtrooper outfit, mm-hmm. is Lor Santeca, who's a member of the 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 Church of the Force. Oh, really? He's our first, he's our he's our introduction that's to right. the entire new trilogy. Oh my gosh! So that's going to come back big, I think. And and in the vision, Ray's vision, when you see Kylo skewering that poor fellow with yeah. the weird hat, yeah, that's one of the sects. Oh my gosh! I wonder yeah. what that is. Yeah, so I it's one it's is. one of those forced religions, and he's there. It's all connected to Ray. So there, she's important in terms of these. And again, I think it'll. I still think it's going to come out that she's actually the chosen one. Like it, it, it's somehow going to, somehow it'll come mm-hmm, out. I, I'm mm-hmm. not sure how, um, but I, I'm pretty. I think it'll still end up being her. I, 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 I think my my idea I thought was really cool if she was somehow Anakin's sister that was hidden and That's frozen it. in carbonite. That's kind of a creative, very creative way of looking of of making a story. But if it's not that, it could. I mean, obviously. It could, It'd still be interesting just to see how she plays in with. It would be almost more interesting if it's if it's not that, uh, and it, it is like she's a regular person, but she's still somehow connected with this journal. Of Let the me Wills. ask you this: This is because yeah. I, I don't want to like. Obviously, I'm not going to say any more spoilers. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> or anything yeah. like that. No, I'm saying the. Do you think any of what we know, as what we hold as like almost like Star Wars, lore? The, the chosen one of Anakin, the, yeah, I think the idea gonna, of Obi Wan, all these Yoda. Do you think they're going to play any part within this next Definitely. trilogy? Do you yeah, think Anakin, we're going to see any yeah. of them in at all? I think Anakin will make an appearance as a go- fo- Force ghost. Is it Anakin coming as like the redeemed Anakin? No, saying, no. You think no, it's going to be? A, it's going to be like it'll be interesting to see what it is, and it also it could, may not really be Anakin, maybe a phantom that Snoke created. Um, though I think, but we'll definitely have. Darth Vader's ghost or Anakin's ghost or whatever will make an appearance, and we know I know that we know that Yoda and Obi Wan Kenobi. Will, I, oh, we know Yoda's in it. Oh, Yoda's definitely in it. Well, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, as far as I, we know, that the actor who plays Yoda's voice was in the, the he was there. He was there. Frank Oz. Yeah, Frank Oz was. Frank Oz was there. Was okay. at the studio when okay. they were shooting. Okay, so. that's. I look. I am thrilled if we could yeah. see Yoda reappear, whether it's in like a flashback or whether it's in. Wouldn't that be amazing if it was like a flashback? Well, it would be it would, the way Luke believing Dagobah, and all of a sudden, like as he's walking back to his like hovel or something like that, he has like a moment where he's like, "Wait a minute, I'm I'm seeing things a little bit differently right now." Well, yeah, I mean, don't forget, I mean that that's Lucas's. La- I mean, I think you can't you can't underestimate Lucas's influence on this mm-hmm. on this project. I still think he has a tremendous he still has a tremendous say about Star Wars, even if it's not technically there. 
technically. I wonder. He doesn't. I, have, he owns I, most of Disney. Don't forget. So he, he's still involved. It's just it's so behind the scenes. Well, I don't know that no one's I, no one's going to talk about it. I, I I don't even know if that's. I I I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. How I think much the George whole thing the whole thing about how he he felt that you know that he that whole thing with that interview and he he. You kind of disparage uh, the new trilogy a little bit. Yeah, um, I think it's all subterfuge. I think that it's was subterfuge. Okay. Yeah, it was purposeful so well, that well, people. Who, by the way, and I, I've re. I like the prequels now. Like I, I'm back in with the prequels. Be sure to check out our uh, episodes in the archives. Yeah, with our prequels. <laughs> There's a love hate thing going on, but I actually I love them. I love them too. I like them. No, I do people, too. I like them. You can send the hate mail to me, not yeah. to Dan, because Dan's with you guys. I no, think. I'm not. No, I'm saying. I, <laughs> I go. I vacillate with this. Yeah. No. Even. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people do. I don't think that's. Yeah. It, it's. It's. It. Like I said, we, we. We. look at those things. Yeah. I go back to the archives and listen to the back and forth between us as, as we discuss it because I think while you're watching it and like you had mentioned one time, turn the volume down, get a buddy and sit around and discuss these things and you could probably come out of it looking at the prequels with a little more of a better eye than 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 previously definitely uh, well speaking about trilogies and prequels and sequels and so forth yeah. we know that there's now going to be a new trilogy of films directed written by rian johnson which will be outside the skywalker storyline yeah how are you feeling about that um what, what did, we don't know ryan, what ryan, ryan johnson has showed said, us but well, uh, what he said well he said something funny he said um well i Pre- before this was announced, I really, really hoped you liked my movie. And now that it's announced, I really, really yeah, hope. That's... Like, I really <laughs> hope you like it because, like, it would well, be really the embarrassing thing. We, if you didn't. Look, we've learned in the last couple of years th- yeah. at Lucasfilm that there is nothing ever written in stone. Even if you are nope. said that you are the director or writer of this. Nope, it could not there, be changed. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, anything could happen on a dime. <laughs> this, this I, think it, I think it just speaks about how... I'm sure. Look, I have no doubt that the Last Jedi will, will be an excellent film. I know it'll. I know it'll be excellent. The same I knew that. Even the for all your concerns that you've yep. had in the past, like year and a half. Yes, this is it, the, it's going to okay. be an excellent film. Uh, whether or not it gives me that euphoric feeling, other than just sitting there watching a Star Wars film, which is a, a certain form of euphoria. Yeah, um, <laughs> it really is. It guys. really is. Come yeah. on. Uh, but and just if you're listening like, to the podcast, yeah, you know we're speaking yeah, the truth yeah, there. Yeah. It's just a kind of euphoric <laughs> thing. But whether it's going to be more than that, that I'm not sure about. Okay. But but I know I know it'll be a good film. It, it, it it's just he's a good director and he's a good writer and the actors are excellent. It, it's going to be a really good. I'll film. reiterate this again. Yeah. And I mentioned this to somebody at work. I yeah. said, look. They aren't. Kathleen Kennedy is not going to release anything if she feels, or anybody else in that organization or, or company feels, that it is going to turn on them. Yeah. The lat, they, I think they understand that the 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 filmmaking, or at least for Star Wars, is yeah. that while it's not everything, the fan base is part of what we've got to consider when we're Definitely. making these movies. Definitely. And the last thing we can't have is them turning on us as if like we just brought back Jar Jar Binks. And, right. I, mean, no, I, I don't, I, I think it's going to be a good film. I, and I think it's great that Ryan Johnson is, is going to do the, is going to do another trilogy. I think that, I think it's remember we talked about how like we, I, we had hoped that they like go in totally new directions yeah. and just for, almost forget the storyline yeah. that's here. Well, this might that's be That's what it. they're doing. This yeah. might be that's it. What they said so. They said it's completely new storyline. I'm wondering not if they're going to go way... I mean, and gosh. they said it. It's not going to be anything you've seen before. 
Great. Wouldn't it be great if they if they did something like they really went back in time to like the, that Kotor era? Amazing. Something like that. That would be fabulous. I would love that. We'll have but to see. whatever they we'll whatever they do, maybe it'd be set far future Star Wars. That would also be cool. That would be something like thousand yeah. years in the future. Yeah, that would be interesting. Oh gosh. Or like Luke Skywalker is just really a legend. Like it's it's like already ancient history and it's just some It's just something written in like history books that you yeah. don't. Yeah. That would be really cool. Uh, speaking of also uh, new Star Wars stories, we're told that there's going to be a new Star Wars live action show that mm. is uh, in the works. Yeah, amazing. Um, yeah. That'll be. I think we did we speak about that in the last podcast we a little do... bit. They've been teasing that for a while now. Because so I'm wondering if yeah. whether or not this is the next project that that's going to fall into uh, Dave Filoni's lap. That would be amazing. That I'm would be wondering if that's that what, uh, and I don't know what. I mean, look, they've been talking about this live action thing since like oh, early wow, yeah. 2005. Yeah. Of saying like this is gonna be stories of like you know the bartender at the cantina or something, which I'm like, oh okay. Well, can you imagine yeah. a new series where like in far Star Wars future where the Force has been lost? Did they hire you to write this story? No, now? I'm just saying. Can, <laughs> can you imagine how cool, how the cool Force would that be? Is lost. And then wow. And then it's like someone actually re- the it would be the first like rediscovery of the force and like how they learned to use it. Wow, that that is that is that like would be great. That is one way of hitting the reset button completely. Completely, yeah. Holy cow, that would be so cool. Where they don't even have the ability to reach any of the force oh. ghosts of Luke or Ben or anyone. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. would be insane. That would be awesome. Oh my gosh, that blow my mind. That would be unbelievable. Yeah, I mean it would be. There wouldn't have to be an empire. There wouldn't have to be anything. It'd just be like, who knows? We would be completely new. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see I, I what don't. Happens. I don't yeah, see yeah. if the. I mean, well, yeah. I don't even know when this this live action no show will yeah, be yeah. hitting. But um, yeah. speaking of TV shows, Rebels, you've been keeping up with this current season. Yes, this, and I think it's reached its halfway point for yep. this last season. Yeah. Um, I it's, think it starts up again in. It's the, getting good. In, in, it's getting good. It's getting good. Well, let, 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 what, what, give, give us some give us some some thoughts here about it. It's just these weird creatures keep popping up for uh, Ezra. Yeah, and also uh, for where is Kanan. Ezra? Because I still haven't caught up on this. They're but on, is Ezra on, still like you know having that conflict of they haven't light show, and dark or they haven't shown the conflict as much, but they've shown they they've shown more how how he's incorporated both light and dark into how he behaves. He's both, in a way. Do you think he's Snoke? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. Um, I, I really you don't, really don't know. I really I have no idea. It, it, but there's there's these weird force animals that keep showing up. I know that they mentioned and that there's possibilities of, of new creatures. Well, there's always new creatures in new Star Wars movies, but I'm wondering, what creatures are you seeing there? A wolf uh-huh. and a cat. And there's always the owl that keeps coming back. Interesting. So, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. And then there's, of course, from last season, the Bendu. The Bendu, <laughs> which I love. Um, one of my favorite creatures. I love that. That's such a neat idea. So that's that's reaching very, very deep into Star Wars lore. The Bendu is not a new idea. Well, you say he's like he, he comes out older, at the end of that last season, saying like, you know, I am the dark, I am the light, I am it all, or something in that regards. Or well, it's also it goes back to the that that story arc in um, Clone Wars, the animated series. Yes, with, with the, Anakin and yeah. on that planet, and it's the, like a dark uh, and light. Yeah, no, yeah, that yeah. was the uh, the I forgot, I forgot what they called. There's official name for this trilogy of of shows that they had for that. It's with the, uh, the the sister, the brother, and the yeah, yeah. stray. I gotta tell you that I think that and the last three episodes with Yoda of the Clone Wars are I think absolutely essential 
in understanding where they're going with all this. I they think, really are starting to connect all the dots I, I together. Think, I think, think so. I wow. think I think so. I mean, with those weird, it's just it, it'll be interesting. It's starting to get good. I mean, it, the thing about Star Wars Rebels is that to watch it week by week is frustrating, <laughs> just because it, it's such a good story and you want to know more and you can't. And the neat thing it does, and one of the reasons I love it, is that it's just it has these moments like these pauses where they'll just no one's doing. I think I mentioned before, no one's doing anything, and they're just showing a ship or showing yep. a, a vista and like. Those even for two three seconds, it just makes the show so so enjoyable to watch. Um, will be fun when Star Wars Rebels is over to go back and watch the entire thing. Yeah, I I was considering getting the DVDs or Blu-rays, but I said I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do with the Clone Wars. I know the Clone Wars has a nice Blu-ray set. Uh, I, I might just get wait. it all one, then you get a nice little I think like yeah, book think with it as well idea. too. I think I'm gonna wait the same thing I'm gonna do for Rebels as well uh, too to get a nice. The whole, the whole thing, complete yeah. series in one I mean, nice box. Yeah, but, uh, and Admiral Thrawn. I mean, Admiral Thrawn. You know, he's uh, he's interesting, but he, he's kind of. Um, I will say, speaking of Thrawn, yeah, um, coming this summer. Yeah, the second part of the Thrawn, the new Thrawn really? series, Timothy Zahn's Thrawn. I forgot what it, I think. I I don't know if it's called Annihilation or something or or. Or assassin, something I forgot. It begins with an A word, <laughs> but Wait. but the cover shows Thrawn with Vader on the cover. Really? Yes. Now is is this a com- the completion to that, or is there? Is there a I third don't know part? if this is a second part or a third. But um, huh. uh, now look, I will say that that you weren't so. You thought that the Thrawn novel was a little I like, dragging at in some, I like in it. Ways. It's very good. It's really it's a really it's a good book. I, I recommend it. I just um I I don't know. I didn't finish it. If they're bringing Va- if he's bringing Vader yeah. into a story, any, look, if you have Vader in a story, it's always going to make things a whole lot better. Definitely. Uh, but and I and I will say and you had mentioned this as well too that there look, I know there are a lot of Star Wars fans out there who they really dig like Imperial lore. The way you talk about Jedi lore, yeah, they dig. In, they want to know about the Admiral. They want to know about Tarkin. They want to know about the guys right. like the, so, the 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 evil Empire and how yep. they arose. For me and you, I think we're more of like you know we we want to see the Force sensitives and how are they playing within yep. the Star. Wars. And this is the great thing about Star Wars sure. is that you you can choose and pick what you enjoy to read about and like and so forth. Um, yeah. I, like I said, we love Timothy Zahn's works and so He's forth. Great, yeah. um, I may go back and try to reread uh, Thrawn again. Um, I I stopped a, a third of the way through, about right. a third of the way through, and then I was also yeah. having a little bit of trouble trying to get into the story again. But um, hey, if there's another one and it's going to be including Vader in this, I may want to catch up on that as, as well too. No, if you like the if that's you know the lore of the Empire, then it's like unbelievable. I mean, it's so many details. It just was a little much for me. Yeah, but. Um, it's a good book, and uh, it's cool. He's doing another one. Great. That, that also means that the first one was successful. Do you think? Do you think Thrawn's <laughs> going to last till the end of season of this last season of Rebels? Maybe that's the plan. He'll last till the end, and then they'll knock him off in the book. I don't know. Oh, it's interesting. I wonder if that will happen. Well, because he can't be. Do you think Vader's the one who's going to knock him off? <laughs> Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, that'd be. He great. can't let yeah. some other guy try to like you know. Push his way through this this yeah. intellectual pain in the neck. I am the evil mastermind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's what we had here on the agenda here tonight for the Traveling the Gentle Ways podcast. 
Um, actually, one other thing I just yep. want to mention before we sign off here. Um, one of my big Black Friday uh, purchases this year, you know, as I'm looking through my stuff, and I maybe we'll have a show about like some of the swag that we might be going after for, or put what we would envision what would be on our holiday lists. <laughs> but uh, one thing I just couldn't turn down was um, at Barnes & Noble, they had 50% off on their collected editions, you know, the nice leather-bound collected editions. Beautiful. Um, and they had A.C. Crispin's The Han Solo Trilogy. Uh, now that story contains the Paradise Snare, the Hut Gambit, and Rebel Dawn, all collecting this gorgeous Barnes and Noble collected edition. Um, was fifty percent off, which made it twelve dollars and fifty cents. Then I had a twenty five percent off coupon, <laughs> and then I cut it down to like under ten bucks, like nine dollars for this collected edition. That's gorgeous. amazing. Granted, as the legends uh, on the top there, but I will say, look, of all the things that they chose to reprint and put in a Barnes and Noble store as a collected edition, they chose the Han Solo trilogy. Surprisingly, about five or six months before we're all going to be sitting in the theater again to see the Han Solo story. How about that? So <laughs> I'm wondering what is in here that they might be uh, pulling in. Oh, interesting. Um, you have here, let's take a look here, over, you know, eight, about almost 700, 770 pages of uh, Han Solo Neat. stories Whoa. here. Uh, the front's gorgeous as well, too. Great uh, shot of the Millennium Falcon. The spine yeah. has a silhouette of Han and Chewie. On the back, you've got Boba Fett and Jabba sitting there. And the yeah. end pages show Jabba's palace, which is just beautiful. Awesome. Um, the late A.C. Crispin put these uh, stories together. Um, huh. I'm looking forward to settling, sitting down on a nice cold winter night uh, in January and February, putting on the fireplace and, and getting into this book. It's, it looks, looks really gorgeous, and it's. Uh, it, I'm sure it's going to remind me of some of these great tales of Han, Han and Chewie. And the other book that I've gotten into, I think I mentioned the last time, was Star Wars, the classic newspaper comics by Russ Manning. Nice. I am just loving this book here. I was Whoa. I was looking this over on Saturday afternoon, and I just, just oh, gosh... They mention here that you know, I think I mentioned it maybe in my previous in the previous podcast that we did, how they uh, this was at a time when they wrote these uh, when they wrote these stories. It was right before it was before Empire had 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 become on the radar, or at least it was on not on the radar to fans. It was in the works. But it says here, gosh, and I love this quote here. It says, The strip represents a simpler time in the franchise's history when the sum total of, sp of spin-off fiction compromised only a handful of novels, a few dozen comics, and some other odds and ends. These strips got about as close to the original trilogy's tone and spirit as any licensed Star Wars lore ever has and remain as enjoyable now as when fans looking to reread them still had to cut out each day's entry from their local paper, newspaper and paste it into a scrapbook. So I mean, it it, it so the, cool. the stories and yeah, the th and I love the art. I love just classic art, you know, comic strip art like this. It's great, yeah. Um, it's they got Han. I mean, they they got they got the C three PO and R two D two and in this these first stories with Vader and Luke and Leia. Um, just a whole lot of fun. I mean, you, you really do feel the Star Warsiness of these stories and in these strips. Um, and it must have been so much fun, especially after seeing Episode 4, to have these uh, strips come in. And maybe knowing or not knowing that there was going to be another movie on the horizon, this was really your only way, with the exception of those couple, like, you know, the, the, the novelization of Star Wars and those uh, Brian Daly novels and some of the comic books. This was really the only way that you got some Star Wars into your life. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. Good book. And then the second volume is going to be coming out in January, and I think I'm going to get that as well. Right. Well, I wonder what, how much, you know, how the story writers draw from these. 
you know, would I'm be a good, yeah. it would be a good merchandising um, kind of thing for them to uh, set a new Star Wars uh, trilogy in the far future of Star Wars, because then they could rebrand yeah. everything actually Legends. That's well, that is that's interesting. Yeah, it really yeah, is Legends. It really would be That would fit in. It really would be a legendary yeah. tale. Well, that's all that we have here today for the uh, podcast. Uh, we're looking forward to, like I said, 17 days away from The Last Jedi. Um, we're going to try to cram jam in some uh, other podcasts between now and then. Uh, we will okay. be there with the podcast. Uh, in the lobby, we'll do a little, I guess, short uh, standing in line we'll podcast. Do some precasting. Do some precasting over a cup of coffee, maybe. Sounds uh, great. With the family yeah. there. Maybe we can uh, ask some people in line how they're feeling about uh, the movie. And uh, look, just looking forward to a great, great time here coming December. Me too. Yeah, it should be really fun. So for all of us here at the podcast, I'm Mark. I'm Dan. And you have been traveling the Jungle Wastes. Have a good night. Thank you.